What up, what up, everybody? Welcome back. I'm doing this new thing now. I'm saying the date. Today is Wednesday, September 6th. Is that, and I'm going to give the time, so this is the first time. It's 8.22 p.m. in the Congo, South Florida. Tapping in. We are back. And I got Brooklyn via Florida. Is that how you say it, right? We say our first spots, and then Via is where we live now. Is that that's I, how it works? I guess, yeah. We've been here long enough between the both of us. I so, guess because- exactly. So coming bro- from Brooklyn via no uh, Florida via Brooklyn, we got Marky Mark from fucking shutdown. I'm glad I was able to get you because um we were try I was trying to set this up for a, a minute, and um. I never thought um, leaving a band would be so much work. So I was dealing with a lot of stuff. <laughs> just, yeah, it's all good, but like just dealing with shit, you know, um, taking care of a bunch of stuff. But um, we back, and I was glad to catch you because um, we're gonna talk about it. You have a lot of stuff coming up, like in the near near future, because we're gonna yeah. drop this tomorrow. Yeah. So, but yep. before that, what's going on? And um, how's Florida? Great, bro. Great. You know that. You know that. I don't think there's any place we'd rather be than with the kids down here, right? Oh, hell yeah. Um, I I tell everybody all the time. I'm like, they can't get rid of me. It's a wrap. Like, you know what I mean? Exactly what I've been saying it since I moved here in uh, September 20th, 2001. We had we had like a going away party for me Uh um, at my old parents house in Cheapshead Bay. And mad people came out and, you know, it was like, yeah, I wasn't going anywhere. I was just moving down south, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, when we did it, there were so many people there. And it was like, it was so surreal because that weekend was the weekend before 9-11. And oh. then 9-11 happened. I mean, the yeah. whole world got flipped upside down. And then September 20th was the date I moved here. So I jumped in a car like a beat up. You know, my father bought me a car for 400 bucks. It was like an old brown uh, Buick, like Buick Regal. And, and then, uh, we called it Doodoo Brown. And, yeah. and I got in the car, bro, with everything I had and made it on a uh, got a flat tire in Virginia, jumped on the car, tr- uh, the train in Virginia with the car. Yeah, but no, that, that's actually like a hack that you could do. That's actually works yeah. out sometimes. My boy did that, actually. And you ride on the train Sanford. down. Sanford, yeah. it leaves you off right by Orlando and Sanford. Got off there, got a tire, drove to my grandparents' house. And then it was a wrap. That was it. I was down here forever the last 22 years. And. I love it down here, bro. I love it. Damn, 22 years already that long, huh? Long time. Long time. I know, I'm already years. here about 10. Yeah. So that I even I keep saying like, yeah, six, seven. And I'm like, no, I'm here like 10 years. It seems it like flies. Bro. It flies by down here because we have no seasons, bro. It's hot and hotter. Yeah, that's what it is. You know, I tell people that I was like, yeah, you know, you get like maybe two weeks of some very like hoodie weather. And, you know, and two, three weeks if you're lucky. And then that's it. And, um, What's up right now? How are you? How are you feeling right now? You were just uh, you had to deal with a couple, a little bit of a, some medical stuff that you were. Yeah, man, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I, you know, I, I even, you know, it's it's good to know people in the hardcore scene. So many people go through the same thing, bro. And, um, you know, I appreciated the support from you. But yeah, man, I had I long story short, I got a hernia. Yeah, and we went to no, that's, I didn't really want to talk about it, but that's good. And And why I wanted to bring that up, because the same reason like with you happened to me. You know, yeah. when, when 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 this shit happens, 
we think it's only happening to us. We, you know, you know, it happens, but it's kind of like, yo, what's this? What about you have a thousand questions? And that's when you realize not till you say you put it out there a little bit. You realize how many people had similar bro, stuff done. They're like, it right. It blew my mind, bro. Blew my right? mind. And like, long, yo, it was crazy. And like, I, we went to Europe in June. I really didn't have it there. I don't even think I got it there to be completely honest with you. I came back with the kids. We went 4th of July shopping. We went to yeah. this firework place. I forget, lifted something up, something fell, something, you know what I mean? It just happened. And yep. next thing I know, my wife's like, yo, you got like a little golf ball down in your abdomen. I'm like, what the hell? What the fuck is that? Yeah. And like, yo, like I, I wasted no time. Though. I went to the doctor. The doctor said, you need surgery. I they, they can't schedule you more than like three weeks out. And I I said, is there a cancellation list? I literally asked the guy. I said, I want to get it right away. And the girl was like, yeah, there might be. And they wound up bumping it up a week. And oh. I got the surgery two weeks later. Yeah, and that's great. And that's and, and that's a big thing because um again, I, I had it from I think just injuries. I was like, obviously being bigger, you could have it happens. You you yeah, you, you yeah. know the doctor, they tell you anybody. it just happens, it could be from weight loss, weight gain, it could just be from nothing, it could be from everything. And um, but I, I know I had it for a minute, right? And it was yeah. one of those that I was able to deal with. Yeah, and, and I we were actually um playing um we were, we went to do um punk rock bowling. This is like right after the whole three year vacation thing. So we were doing the the, the show with H two O, and I never forget that it was already starting to act up on me a little bit more. That's when it gets bad. And I remember, yeah, once it starts acting up, it's a matter of time. We went matter to of time. eat as we were walking to the venue. I'm in the middle of the casino, whatever that we were at the fucking. In the middle of everybody, I stop and I'm like, yo, I think I'm going to have to get carried out of here. That's literally how I was, bro. I was in Whole Foods with my kids. Yeah. And we were shopping. And oh, yeah. I go to this place like three times a week with the kids. We go shopping there. And I'm walking to the we're walking to check out. And I looked at my older son and I said, I'll meet you by the car. I got to yeah. go by the car. And I had to lay flat in the yeah. car. And actually try to push it back push it in, in. Yes. just to be able to walk. And my kids, yes. saw, yo, my, my kids saw me sweating. Like they were like worried. And I said to them, I said, just relax. I'm going to be good. At yeah, that point, I knew I said, get me the surgery. You yeah, because I mean? that's exactly what would happen. I got it to the point where I knew I, knew I would lay down and I was able to get it back in spot. And then boom, you know, Crazy. once it kicks in, you're, you're kind of all right again. But yep. you know, it's. It's just a matter of time. And what I literally, so it was acting up, but in the middle of the casino, you know, and oh, these guys imagine. know me for years, you know, I've been batted down. I've been through the, the everything. I walk away. These guys saw me stop and say that. They were like, yo, what's up? I go, yo, man, I knew it was, I already had, I think I had my surgery set already, but I was like, yo, this is it. And then so, yo, when I it gets pushed, to that point, it's unbearable. Yeah. I, I pushed it in. And I was fine. I chilled out. I ended up getting the surgery. But again, Crazy. I was one of those guys Crazy. that I was really shook. You know, I just started getting going back to the doctor the last couple of years. So I, me too. I was right away. I was like, you know, let's go get this shit done. But I was like, yo, you know what? Well, you know, yeah, I know. I heard about hernias, but, you know, I'm older and this. And, you know, I'm just my mind is going already. And I then I, I, I forgot. That. I forgot who I mentioned it to. And they're like, Oh yeah, I got it. And then he was like, and then somebody else was like, no, somebody else was like, yeah, I got a double. Oh, I got it like three times. I know, you know, <laughs> weightlifting. And I go, oh, so the, you know, all right. Everybody. Yeah, everybody. And then they were like this, this, and I, and I felt way better. That's why when, when, when I saw you put that up, I said, I'm going to hit him up because I was on the same boat yep. and I had a lot of questions. 
And I was For like, sure. you know, and I was saying the same thing. And I was lucky that um, the doctor that they had given me was actually a really top-notch doctor who had done a lot of the football players. So it was good to have a good experience. You know, he had, you know, they all do, but he had good experience where they even told me, oh, you got this guy. They were like, yo, you're good. You're good. Right away when I went in, he's like, I thought I had one. He fell. He goes, oh, you got a double. And I was Oof. like, and he goes, all right, yeah, you got one. He goes, oh, the other one that you didn't feel is worse, he told me. He oh goes, bah, bah, bah. And he goes, yeah, you got a double, this and that, blah, blah. So what we're going to do is this and that. I'm going to go in with this, this and that. You're going to go out, stay away from the gym for about two weeks. Then you can start slowly. It might take you a little longer, depending. And, but he was like, yo, Same. I'll get you ready. But And I was like, just the way he talked, I said, oh, he's, this has happened a quadrillion times. Like, I don't got a bug out. Just get it That's done. That's the guy you shit. want. Yeah, and I and I felt better just because, you know, you hear surgery, you don't know what, and then I'm thinking right here by my balls. I was like, that's all I need. I don't want, you know. Bro, so let me tell you, one in the same, man. I we didn't want to. My whole shit was I I wanted to get fixed, but once the doctor said you have to go under anesthesia and they have to put a breathing tube in your throat. Yeah, because people think they give you anesthesia, they're like, oh, you fall asleep. Yeah, yeah. you fall asleep, but while you're asleep, you got you're on a breathing machine for this yeah. surgery. Yeah. So the doctor said, yeah, technically it's a ventilator. I go, wait, what? That, and he goes, no, that's normal. That's what they do. When people have surgery, you have a breathing tube, a trach tube, and they the breathing machine breathes for you during the surgery. He goes, that's a normal thing. You don't feel it. He said, but when you wake up, you're done. Yo, and when they, men they, men they mentioned it to me in such passing that yeah, I didn't, didn't even realize that that was going to happen to that day. And like, you probably would have freaked out if you heard that like weeks yeah, before. Yeah, like I would have had more of a problem, but I was kind of game because – I already thought I was dying before that from like kidney shit, but I wasn't. So I was already like, like oh, fucking you know, me. whatever. But I was like, wait a minute. I go work. Nobody talked about, you know, I yeah anesthesia, but I didn't know how out. I, I didn't. I was too busy asking other questions. I hear you. Then, My fear was the anesthesia. I had like a I have a fear since I was a kid for anesthesia. I never had surgery like that. So yep. I, I told the doctor, I was like, is there any way we could do this with some local? And yep. he looked at me, he's like, that's not how it works. Yeah, that's what I said. I thought local, I thought that. And then the, the I was worst. like, I could deal with local. I had my four wisdom teeth taken out with local. Yeah. Well, you know, I, but at the end of the day, bro, I'm glad I got it done. Long story short, I'm having a couple complications. Actually, I went back to the surgeon today, just like some nerve issues, you yeah. know, have like some, some nerve issues, but it just takes time. You know what I yeah. mean? And it's funny. I asked the doctor, I'm like, I got a show next month in Mexico City, and the doctor looked at me and he like kind of laughed. He's like, "Start exercising." He's like, "You'll be fine." Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's one of those things, you know. He goes, "You work, you got to kind of do normal things. Just don't play yourself, you know. No, go on, so go you on your scar body. tissue, and you yeah. just got to get rid of the scar." He said, "Exercise gets rid of the scar tissue faster." Listen, so I was it. lucky that since I've been training, no joke, that I think whatever the limit is, they said two, three weeks. I was yep. back in the gym, obviously not full bad, but enough. Where I was able to do stuff slowly and I felt a little bit better. Now that's why I tell you, I go, it ain't, you know, the first couple are really bad. Yeah. If you don't if you don't move, you're good, but you gotta move. And yeah, it's the no. coughing part, you know, it's kind of the, that weird. Oh my god, season. Oh, it's like the a worst. Yeah, the worst. But it's good that you got that shit done and it's um and it's good that you're able to reach out to people because Man. It really helped me, man. It really helped me. And, and you know, like Pete from Sick of It All was another one who had the surgery. And he was yeah. real cool and open about it. And he's like, yeah. yo, yeah, I had to have it done. It was his second. He said yeah. he got one 20 years ago. Yeah. And um, it's crazy how many people, like you said, that's it's funny. Like, here we are talking about hernia surgeries and shit. Fucking New York. I know, yeah, the old shit. And, you know, it's funny. <laughs> one of my homeboys, he, he was a, he's a kickboxer. His friend, another 
camping kickboxing goes in the middle of a fight, he'll stop and like pop his shit in. Like, oh dude, never, yeah, I was never like, again, yeah. bro. From you, exactly. I hope I never have one again. Too old for that to deal with, like having popping shit in. Like, Amen. hold on, let me lay down and pop this thing in. It's <laughs> insane. Thank but, God it's over. The but yeah, so over. and but um, so have you tried singing since since that? Yeah, yeah. Actually, singing and screaming is fine. Um, is we jumping, have a thirteen-month-old in the house, and she weighs like twenty-four pounds. So she was like the ultimate test. If I could lift her up, I'm good. Yeah. And I've been lifting her up like literally for the last few days and feel yeah. fine. You know, yeah. my surgeon said today, he's like, you could do basically anything you want. Just don't overdo it. Yeah. And sure. um, so everything feels good. Like it's funny ever since um, probably like a year ago, I got the Melissa cross tapes from a friend and uh -huh. um, you know, a lot of people in the hardcore scene use those tapes, a lot of vocalists. Yeah. And I'll tell you something, they help me beyond words. Like you just do them as an exercise every day, just as a yeah. daily habit. And I'm telling you, like, even going on tour, it was as if, like, we're touring full-time all year round, you know? Yeah. So doing that, I feel fine. Yeah, no, that for sure, though, that that's, that type type of stuff um, keeps you, you know, like, people don't understand, like, um, even more than just so, so much more warm-ups, but doing those exercises, it's, you know, helping your pronunciation. That's what it's doing. That's what it's about. I mean? That's exactly yeah, what it's about. Exactly. It's like breathing while you're saying and pronouncing words so you're able to hear them and whatever. So it's pretty... It's pretty bugged out because everybody got a different technique, you know. Like she, she everybody, tell you all bro, everybody. And I used even... to kind of take from everybody back in the day. Like I was a kid, and I would see Lou warming up, you know. And Lou has his own routine, you know. Yeah. Everybody knows the Lou routine, yeah. And and it's and he does his thing, you know. And he goes out there and he sounds amazing every night in, night out. Yeah. Um. You know, never really saw Freddie do his thing. I can't say so. Yeah, Freddie, he, Roger, he don't walk yeah, no, he's not a warm-up guy. But he Roger's don't... not really a warm-up guy either, but I know Roger's pre-show routine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, some guys are, are warm-up guys and some guys aren't. You know what I mean? It's just yeah, one of those that's things. How it is. For me, it helped going back to Europe, and we did like, you know, 10 days, 10, six countries. I wanted oh, to just yeah. be in top form every night. So it was yeah, like, sure. I was just, what could I do to be prepared? So about a year before, even six months before, I started jogging two miles in the morning. I felt so good. Yeah. I started doing vocal exercises because we were recording. I did a lot of like self improvement shit. Yeah, and where's the um? When's the last time you well, you did a show with the band? We was Europe was uh in well, June. How long? Well, we went to on, Europe for yeah. That was yeah so June, July, August. Also, let's say about what four, four to six months ago. What is that? No, June, July, July. Oh, it's like three months. Oh, Not sooner. Even. Yeah, damn, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. We were just there. We were just there just with No there. Turning Back. Shout out to No Turning Back and One King Down and Worst Out from France. And, um, and um, how was that? How how was that run? Because uh, well, it's been it a minute, dope, right? Bro. I mean, you, listen, you know, collectively, all of the bands, we've been around 25 plus years, each band. You know what I mean? Worst Out is a newer band, um, dope band from France, from Paris, heavy band. And we all shared a bus together. And it was like literally 20 of us on a bus, double decker, you know, different country every day, different city every day. Martin, shout out to Martin from Stronger Bookings. He did the whole thing. Everything was done mad professionally, bro. Like, I want to tell you, Hoya, like straight up, like not every show was packed or sold out. Yeah. But we were treated so well by the yeah. people that were there. Yeah. Whether they bought That's merch, good. whether, you know, some shows were dope, bro. Some shows were festivals and were amazing, you know, yeah. and some shows were Monday night, you know, yeah, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And we still had the best fucking time. And we came off that tour. You know how it is, bro. You brothers for life type. Yeah. Shit. And, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. It's really not even about the crowds at that point. It's just about making lifelong friends. Yeah, for and, sure. Um, and, that's well, what it how, was. Let me ask you this. How's the deal with working on music now that you're because, you know, with us, we've always dealt with guys living in different states. So for us, we have our kind of our little routine. 
what are you guys doing now? How you work on music? Do you guys so just kind of yeah. online or what? No, um, Steve and Jimmy um, live in Long Island. They both have houses probably like 15 minutes from each other. Oh, so they're good. And uh, in Nassau County. And Dion lives in New Jersey. But they have been playing together because they were in a band with my brother Mike called The Last yep. Stand. They've never stopped playing together. So they practice. They rehearse. They'll write yeah, shit. Dion uh, so writes a bunch of the shit, puts it on paper, puts it on his own. He goes in his garage, records it, and that's how it starts. They go to the studio, rehearse it send it to me, and then I tweak it. Yeah, and that's good because if, if the band is together enough, that's that's a big plus where they could be yeah. jamming and then get the same four flashing. guys, bro, since since 1996. Yeah, you know, we've yeah, been around but, since 94. It's the same four guys since 96. Yes, forever. And then um, right now, so and then and when and and how when that came up to be able to do that tour, um, was it a tour that it, it was offered to you or you guys said, hey, let's let's go out and do a do a run. So we were supposed to go in uh, right before the pandemic came out. We had plans to go at MAD in, I think it was October of 2020, because the first time we came back to Europe was 2019 at that Sound of Revolution Fest that yeah. Martine from No Turning Back puts on. Now it's called Revolution Calling. And yeah. that's the one side by side. They're having it next month. Um, yeah. It's always a big festival. I'm sure you guys, I'm sure you guys played it Yeah, we it did one twice. a bunch of years ago. Yeah, it was cool. So always a fun festival. So it's in November. So he flew us out one show, treated us fucking awesome. Um, played fucking to a few thousand people and, you know, it was ridiculous. You know, it was just like an amazing one-off show made, you know, hanging out with the UK subs till five in the fucking morning, yeah. next step up shelter. Yeah. It was so many bands, bro. But, um, he, you know, after that, we started getting calls from people. And of course, big Mark from MAD called me and he's like, yo, you guys ready to come back? And I was like, of course. So he booked us a tour and it fell through because of course then COVID hit. Yeah. That got rebooked twice. And fell through two more times with the COVID rebounds. Uh, and then it just kind of fell through where it was like, what do you guys want to do? And we've said to ourselves, you know, ticket sales were low. We we're like, yo, we don't feel comfortable going over there and headlining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we spoke to One King Down. One King Down and us have been best friends for years. I mean, we talked to them. Bill is a big part of what we're doing at Equal Vision right now. Um, the Scoville brothers are really, really close with the, all of us and the Scandato brothers specifically for a long time. So we always talked about doing something. So I hit up Martin. And he was like, yo, No Turning Back wants to do something too. He's like, let's just do it together. Let's make it like a triple threat tour. He's yeah. like, all of us, three bands co-headlining. And I said, I'm fucking with it. It's perfect. He said, I'll book everything. I got everything covered. The shows, the bus, the guarantee, blah, blah, blah. I said, bro, let's make it happen. And we called Bill and he was like, yo, of course, for sure. You know, let's make it happen. We had the best fucking time, bro. No complaints. It was a fucking amazing tour. Who were you on? Which label were you on before? We were on Victory, you know, yeah. forever. Before, um, yeah, of Feels like we signed our fucking life away. But yeah, which, it was actually four records, and we put out two in an EP. So the way they looked at it is, we owed them two full lengths. Yeah, and we always asked them to let us go. And I would be in Florida. This is a true story. And they would renew our contract every year. We get like a legal letter in the mail that they renewed our contract, and they would only do it so that they wouldn't basically let us go at that time for yeah, whatever yeah, reason. Yeah, you know, I don't know. We weren't making them any money. Yeah, well, but um, they sold their rights to Concord. Universal. Yeah, I remember that. Yep. And we were tied into that because it was all the releases, I guess, that they had put out. So 1998 was our first record with them. And then 2023 would have been 25 years. I said, yo, let's do a 25 year rerun, revinyl, you know, and we wrote to Concord. Dave Stein, rest in peace, actually helped us put us in touch with rest Concord. bro. Yeah, this course. is even to this day, like Dave was helping us up until last year. Of course, and Dave is, is going to keep helping the hardcore scene from 
from the, the afterlife because that, oh, that's where really that motherfucker, well. yeah. He, he, a very special human being, I don't have to tell you. Oh, absolutely. But um, he set us up, you know, Steve wound up right into Concord. Steve got a letter from the lawyers at Concord that said, under no circumstances can you re-release against all odds. You, can, you own the music, but we own the rights to that recording. Uh-huh. So we were like, fuck it. You know what? We'll go to the studio. We'll re-record Record like it. the best songs from it. We had our boy Jerry Farley, who was like producing everything now. And, shout out you know, to Jerry, he, yeah, of course. Shout out to Jerry, bro. He's been our best friend since we were teenagers. And he was like, yo, let's do it. And and then we wound up paying for it ourselves, going into the studio, you know, getting a great deal, going in on our own, doing it on our own dime, like really taking control of the situation where honestly, Hoya, as kids, like we weren't in control. You know what yeah. I mean? And sure. it was a great feeling, you know, after like so many years to be able to do that. And Jerry helped us out, you know, so much, so much cool stuff happened. Craig came back to the studio to do his part on the song 25 years later. Oh, like, that's dope. It that's just cool. felt right, bro. So we wound up recording five songs from the old songs. And then basically, instead of calling it against all odds, we call it still against all odds uh-huh. 25 years later. So Equal Vision's putting that out this Friday. And then how did that come up with Equal Vision? So Bill, being a friend of ours um, from One King Down, shout out to Bill. Um, he, you know, we talked to him all the time, bro. And we were talking to labels, um, you know, trying to figure out who to go to. You know, we're a different kind of band, you know, like the newer labels are for the new breed. You course, know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, the older labels, it's like, what are we doing? We're not going to be a full-time touring band because we can't. We have families. So, but we do want to put out new music and we do want to do kind of spot dates and pocket tours where we can yeah. do that. And we do want to do that. So we just kind of talked to Bill about it. And he's like, yo. I'll put it out. Like Eagle Vision will put it out. I think it's a per- match made in heaven. You know, we got yeah. the old school history and I couldn't agree more. You know what I mean? Like I look at Equal Vision as, you know, back in the day up until now, you know, for hardcore, very important label. Very. And, yeah, I love them. I love them. I love uh, Equal Vision, bro. Steve's always been good to us. Yeah, Steve. Um, great. They now. all are. And and I think why I love now, like they're still doing that. Like, you know what I mean? Like again, still, now. Still doing their thing. You know, you know putting out pop bands, but still looking out for hardcore bands. That's and what I'm saying. That would be a testament to that. They could do the whole indie stuff, which they always did in that lane, and then still do this because for the love of it, because you know they don't have to, because you uh, know just I'm all, saying bro. just 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 the 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 bands they got just from the merch side of stuff. It's incredible, and salute to them because you know the work ethic and the quality of the stuff they put out, and then as a label to still be able to put the label out, because I know that label a lot of it is a label of love for him. Because sure, that's for sure. And, and to, to still love it and to still put stuff out and keep it fresh and in the mix. It's been in the mix this whole time. All this time later. It's, imp- it's I mean, it's unheard yeah. of. Yeah, it's it's pretty. It's impressive. I give it to him for that. I would say that. And um, yeah, that and cool shit and fucking. And, and then right now you were bringing up. That was kind of part of the thing. I was glad to get you. You have a bunch of uh, some new overseas stuff. Well, I don't even know if it's considered overseas, but uh, yeah. Mexico. Yeah, um, we never been to Mexico. We got hit up a couple months ago from uh, this guy, Renee, for shout out to Forza Bookings. But he basically, you know, he said, yo, um, we could fly you guys out to Mexico. We want you to play this festival. He's like, I know you live in Florida. I know the guys live up north. He's like, I got it covered. You guys want to come out and play? And, yo, for us, it's like, that's a dream come true, man. Like, yeah. of course we fucking do, you know? Yeah. Um, one show, Gorilla Biscuits. Stacked bill, you know, but I feel like for us and Gorilla Biscuits to get the shot, there's probably like a handful of hardcore bands. There's a lot of punk bands. There's some metal bands. It's a it's a cool festival. I know Incendiary played it a few years ago. One of my friends from Incendiary told me he's like, "Yo, shit is fun as hell. Like you guys are gonna have the time of your life." Yeah. But it's Off Limits Festival, so we're doing that October seven, 
And um, December, the weekend of December 8th and 9th, we're going to Columbia for the first time. I'm really excited about this, man. Yeah, um, those are cool. You're going to have a good time out there. Yeah, I can't of- wait for that. Shout out to Carlos and Raw Brigade. Yo, Raw Brigade, I got to tell you, man, for all these new bands in the game right now, like these kids are some of the most sincere kids to like the older bands. And, yeah. you know, he really like he reached out to me years ago, years ago. And he was like, yo. I can't, I got it. This, this is where Hoya, this is probably like, it's funny even for you. Cause I know you're a little older than me, but like he reached out to me and he was like, yo, in 2005, 2006, he's like, I was like 14. He's like, you were probably, you know, in your twenties, but he's like, you were writing shit and playing in hardcore bands when you were 14. And that shit inspired me to be in a band. Yeah. And he was like in Columbia, we would pump, we would bump your shit like all the time, you know? And he did a podcast a few weeks ago and he was talking about this and someone sent it to me and he always tells me this story. And he's just telling me now, he's just like, Yo, I can't wait for you to experience Colombia because he's like, Colombia has got mad love for you guys. So he's like, I cannot wait for you guys to come to Colombia. So we've been trying to get to Colombia for 25 years. Yeah, no, it's great out there. Like they, um, South America had a scene for the longest. I, I never forget, um, you know, I always knew Brazil. You know, I always remember I, that you guys I, had a video I, shot there, right? Yeah, yeah. And I always knew Brazil had an old punk scene in this, but then not to the early days we were going there in Argentina. And then you find out how deep punk and, and just those roots were all over South America. And then when, throughout the years, we were lucky to go play Colombia and play, you know, Argentina a bunch of times Amazing. and all over Brazil. And then you realize, listen, Colombia had a straight edge scene for yeah. back then. Like a I remember like it was huge. A big and one. I was, yeah. Huge, a super huge. And I remember back, like they had everything like here. You know, the straight it's edge crazy. scene, a skinhead scene, a skinhead scene with boneheads, with, 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 you know, like the yeah. same yeah. aesthetics. Yes. Gothic people. They had, you know, uh, anarchists. Oh, yeah. The same thing they had. In it, but I, and I'll never forget. Um, It was Pete for sick of it all. I, one of the we were outside of series and he had just got back from Brazil. It was one of the first times they went and he came back. He goes, yo, oil. You gotta get to Brazil. They love man, boy. And I was like, in Brazil, I bugged out. I was like, really? In Brazil, they know who the f-? like. It's he's like, cool, yo, man. you it's don't understand. And I was like, yeah, you know. And then you real, you go there. It's like, oh, forget it. It's like, That's an, I can't wait, man. It's and, and you know, South America, it's got a different vibe than Europe. Yeah, um, it's definitely unique. So I used to work in Colombia in 2010. I had oh, a job did. in Fort Lauderdale where the company would bring me to different places in Colombia. They had contracts with the government. to work in like coal mines and long story short like i worked in logistics some kind of like basically like support role Uh and but they would fly me to the country now in 2008 2009 facebook just came out and i posted on facebook you know it was very infantile i posted i was accepting everybody as friends and i posted to colombia for the first time right so i show up at this hotel and these kids are in the lobby and i get a call and i'm working i'm at work you know what i mean and and like my boss but my boss knew about my background and stuff mad cool And, you know, but they were like at the lobby, they're like, yo, these two kids are here for you. Um, One has a guitar with him. He's like, if you don't want us to let them in, we don't have to let them in. I was like, no, like, what do they want? He's like, no, they want to speak to you. And so I go to the lobby and these kids have like our vinyl and like stickers and a sweatshirt and they have like pens and they're like, Mark, Mark, you know, come here, you know, please, can we take a picture with you? And it like blew my boss's mind. My boss's mind was like officially blown. Yeah. And, but these kids were so cool. And they told me they took a three-hour bus ride. And that was my Colombia story. And ever since that day, I've been trying to get to Colombia. I'm like, yo, we got to play Colombia. Yeah, we got to go there. And there you go. Yeah. So it was a, it was an experience, man. But people, they got mad love for New York hardcore all over South America. And, you know, I, you know, constantly get messages from Brazil, 
Um, I'm sure yeah, you do too. Sure. Chile seems to be yeah. Oh, it's off the, it's it's Chile is ridiculous. Chile is like um, New York in the '90s. You know, it's crazy. I seen you yeah. guys play with the fire pit. I don't know if it was sworn enemy. There was like yeah. a fire pit in the yeah. middle. Yeah, it's their flares going off. Like crazy. there's a guaranteed riot every time. <laughs> like it's all you know, everything you would want in in, in mayhem because it's all for you. You know, it's never of against course. you, but it's of always it's for you. You know, but it's crazy. Like I gotta say, um, Chile got the title for like I I never I remember one of the. Every time in Chile was insane, but one of the I think it might have been the first or second time. But um, we were playing the spot and a big ass theater, and it was you know sold out. It was packed. It was insane, and you know we're waiting to go on, and people are. The feeling in the place was, I was with my boy Dougie, and I go, "This is what Slayer must feel every night." (laughs) It felt like the crowd wanted us to tell them. To kill everybody, <laughs> like they wanted to destroy. Like I never felt that anywhere ready. in my life. Not New York with that people swinging what had ball chains and all that. Whatever. This I was some other area. shit. Yeah, this was like some apocalypto shit. It felt like, oh like yo, like if 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 we would say let's sacrifice that guy, yo, they would shred him. <laughs> you know, and I was like, but hardcore. Yeah, I'm talking about. Vegan straight edge kids, gorilla biscuit shirts, Crazy. throwing rocks at the police. Like wow. real shit. Like wow. not in a photo. Like we're watching them through the windows. They're with masks on, gorilla biscuit shirts, uh, war That's zone crazy. shirts, and, and they're throwing rocks at the police. Yo, and this is every time in Chile. Everybody's like a given, but they're like, they just, they're going to show up. They, they, they don't got enough money to go to the show, everybody, but they want to see you come through or just be there and love it. You know what I mean? You guys are going to have crazy. a blast. It's, yeah, it's have a part blast. of the experience of playing hardcore all over the world, you know, different scenes, different pockets. Did you have you guys ever been to Indonesia? Yeah, yeah. We got to do the insane. We got to do um, um Jakarta and Bandung. We played. So that, cool. that was yeah. probably an experience. Absolutely. You know that because that's like some weird in between. You know, we've got to do Japan, which we love. So it was like an in between, like its own thing in Asia, you know, has its own vibe. It's oh, definitely. You know, it's cool to to, again, when you see hardcore kids in these places, you bug out. You know what I mean? I I I live for this shit. And when you like I remember specifically Japan and Australia, we were lucky enough to go to Japan twice. And. The, the, the second time we went to Japan, the love they have, man, like with the waiting, you know, you go on at like two in the morning, you have to wait until four in the morning, wait, speaking to every kid after the show because they, they wait online to they, they take a picture with you. This is back in the 90s, bro. Like they didn't yeah. post it to social media. They kept yeah. it on their camera. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. you remember they had the little books like that kind of look like graduation books, but you had to sign their book after the yeah. show. So, yeah. you know, and some of them brought presents for you. Like Steve was the Star Wars fan. And on that tour, like. There were people bringing him Star Wars memorabilia, and he had oh. bags of Star Wars toys like on the on the plane, bringing it home. Yeah, so, no, it's, it's shit great. like that is man, that's very unique. It's a special part. Like people got mad love for hardcore and New York hardcore in general. And let me ask this because I was just I just remembered, you know, I had I saw you at uh, the Turnstile Blink show. Yeah. Um, wh- are you listening to anybody new? I fucking love Turnstile. Not that yeah. they're new. Yeah, but, yeah, um, they, that was yeah, my daughter. I, so funny story about that show. Um, 
my daughter um, was, was obsessed with Blink. She's nine years old. Her name is Harley. And my son, Julian, um, who's just turned 14, he, my brother Joe took him out of town, but he is obsessed with Turnstile. Oh, good so idea. We wound up getting tickets last minute to the show from a friend. Um, shout out to the special friend who hooked me up. Not going to blow him up online. But, yeah. um, you know, we went and Turnstile played. And my son called me and goes, you're, a, you're at Turnstile without me. And, ah, yeah. and, and we were with my daughter and it turned out that the seats we had were basically family seats of the band and we were sitting so then they gave us wristbands to go on the floor so we took my daughter on the floor during blink and she sang okay. every song like all, right at the barricade like like she was like having the time of her life it was pretty fun we videotaped it oh, it was a great dope. night yeah, but um dope. for newer bands like as far as new hardcore bands Oh, in general, um, everything. In general, everything. I mean, right now, I'm listening to um, End It. I really like End It. I yeah. like Combust. Um, yeah. I definitely like um, some of the stuff coming out of the straight edge scene, believe it or not. I love yeah. Magnitude. Yeah. Um, Inclination is really, really good. Um, you know, as far as bands, probably, uh, there's just so many good bands out right now. There's a band called Simulacra. Yeah, they're, they're hard. I love them. No, yeah, they're, they're hard. And like, the, it's funny. Shout out to Simulacra. We met them in Europe. They were on tour uh, with No Warning from Canada, who were doing some dates. And you know, there, I showed up to the show, and one of the kids in Simulacra had a Confusion shirt on. Yeah, and I oh, looked shit. at him, and I go, "Yo, that's my brother's band." And he goes, "Wait, who are you?" And I was like, yeah. "Oh, I'm in Shutdown." And I'll be honest, it didn't bother me one bit. I, I could tell he really didn't know Shutdown, but he fucking loved Confusion. Yeah, that's great. And, yeah, when and, you find and those, it blew there. my mind. So I Facetime my brother Mike. <laughs> There you go. And I go, yo, Look. I just got out of a bus in Europe. It's the first show. We're in the Netherlands. And this kid just pulled up right next to me. And I pull up next to the bass player for Simulacra. And my brother Mike is bugging. And he's like, yo, yo, people got so much love for Confusion now ever since Days put it out. Yeah. And, um, you know, but Simulacra is really good. Um, there's just because so that, much, there's some, uh, yeah. that's more the you know, the crossover type stuff. Uh, there's a lot yeah. of that stuff coming out that I, I like now. I that's think shit. for a minute, um, Everything was getting a very technical metal. Like, you know, I love the metal shit, but it was getting very, just very on that new. Too metal. Yeah, too technical for my, yeah, too technical for my liking. But now the metal that's coming back, there's more of that thrash shit and just kind of just like riff, riff type thrash. Drain does that very well. You know, yeah, they got that good. And there's even just a lot of just in general. There's a lot. You know, I fuck with a lot of some spirit world like these bands. They're like, yeah, I got to check them out more. They're like things. I know they tour with AF out in Europe. Yeah, they're dope. These dudes, you know, some hardcore dudes. But it's this thrash. It's just this like, I don't even know what you call it. But to me, it got it got that vibe of the the thrash, the metal I like. And it just got a style resurgence, you know, it's you know, Power Trip did it best. Let's face it. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, now that they're not around, I, there is definitely some bands carrying the torch that are hard as hard as nails, man. They're, hardcore is really topping out. I mean, there's so much good new shit out there. Like, you got me thinking now, like, damn, I forgot this band. I forgot that band. There's a lot of good new shit. Yo, Texas right now, got they're killing it. We're like, on that heavy shit, you know, Kubla Khan, all those, like, bands. They're fucking hard, like, heavy on that groove shit in Texas. Crazy Texas right Uber now got a lot of quick man. They they went you know they were playing hardcore shows not that long ago and they're doing big metal tours. Man, now. Yeah, I just we we played a fest with them over there. I'm gonna get them on the podcast and um merked it. You know, total that style I fuck with. That's the shit I like. Like it, it's groove. 
and real knock heavy style. Like that. They're not thrashy, but they're yeah. heavy, like groovy. Yeah, like knock loose is great, but they're more like awesome, wild, like um, like on the post-apocalyptic type shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like a different like code orange. I like them too. That's Same that. Thing, that's like that end of the world, like a yes, uh, Terminator metal. You know what oh, I mean? It is. It is. That's what I when I hear that shit, I think of that. You know, shout out to them, man. I like. I, I'm. 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 I'm glad for that the metal stuff got interesting again, because it definitely and, did, and the beatdown stuff did too. By the way, I mean, let's face that. I mean, there's bands out there. I think it's uh, Hold My Own and um, the other band that just went on tour with Simulacra. I, I can't think of the band's name right now, but there's so much. There's a lot of stuff coming out of Detroit. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, Detroit, Detroit has a lot. Is killing it. Yeah, no, um, for sure. you know, uh, and I think it is hold my own from Detroit. Um, yep. You know, there's a lot of good new bands out there um, and it's all over, which is really crazy. Right. I mean, like I saw I think Oklahoma's having a big hardcore festival with all these dope bands. And I'm like, yo, I don't back then in the 90s, Oklahoma wasn't a spot for me. But if it was, I would have played there tomorrow. Oh, absolutely. Know? Well, we played Oklahoma one time. It was um, Madball, Hatebreed, Scarhead or uh, either Hatebreed was still on it or. Blood for Blood at the time, Earth Crisis scarred us, and there was probably, besides the bands, there was probably five people there. You know, and now they're doing thousand person festivals. Now I remember, I, insane, and I'm glad because it was just like all these other spots are like up. Uh, even in Florida, you know, Florida always South Florida had a scene, but again, the North Florida starting to have those fest in Gainesville. You know, Gainesville always had a fest. And now they're having the other one up there, the FYA. What was the one? Yeah, that one. All that's great. That brings shit back to Florida. You know, brings it gives bands hey, a reason to be down here to play. And say, hey, we could play that fest one day. Let's. That's a dope fest. And there's a band like Broward. Yo, like I, there's a club you probably been to it around the corner from my house in in uh, right over here in Margate. It's called O'Malley's. Yeah, and I it's a dive bar. It's a shithole. Now like look at shows there. These kids. I haven't been over. there, but they've been throwing mad hardcore shows there. Like shout out to Equinox Booking. Yes, um, yes. you know, so so they the kid in Equinox, really cool kid. Short, long story short, Joe Hardcore played there last year. Yeah. Um, they played a festival, and Combust played the same festival, and I took Julian to his first hardcore show. Oh, that's, I was supposed <laughs> to go to that show, and I got caught up. I remember because exactly. I was like Margate. I'm gonna roll up. And I, yeah, say, I, I, go catch the I could walk there. That's how close I live to it. Wow. That's so dope. I live literally less than a mile from that club. So he in the neighborhood behind the club. So he, um, you know, he came down and he, you know, he's like, you know, the kids in Equinox booking and he introduced me and, and shout out to body blow. Of course they played. Oh yeah. And that's the That's the fam right there. That's the fam right there. That's the fam. I mean, these don't even get me started on these kids. I, yeah. I forgot to mention them. How did I not forget? How did I forget? Yeah. Yeah. That? No, that's, that's Florida. That's Florida. That's South Florida right there. They, they. Uh, so, so they played and I wound up bringing my kid and I said, Joe, this is his first hardcore show. And you know, Joe, bro, he's all love. You know, he takes him in. He's like yeah. talking to him, making him feel special, you know? And I'm like telling my, I'm telling my kid, I'm like, he puts on, this is hardcore. And he's like, the ones from the videos. And I said, yeah. And my kid was like, you know, his first hardcore show. He was like, yeah. everything was cool and amazing to him. Yeah. But yeah, shout out good. to this band from Broward is why I brought it up. This band called Domains. Yep. And um, they're mad good, man. They're on Days Records. They're putting a record out. And there's a lot of shit going on here, dude. There's packed shows every weekend in either Miami or. Uh, yeah, Dallas. I know. I'm, I'm Gramps. I love that spot. They're there's having a, a lot tomorrow of tomorrow in a VFW hall in Hollywood at American okay. Legion Hall. It's a festival tomorrow and Saturday. We'll get at it. Uh, Friday and Saturday. Where? And in Hollywood. 
in Hollywood, American Legion Hall in Hollywood. It's a two day festival. Hit me and up and send me that. I will. I will. So let and me know where that is. Because let yeah. me, it's, it's and it's going to be dope. Like, there's a lot of great bands playing. Yeah, um, that's, um, um, it's good to, you know, um, that's what that was the one thing I was glad. Like, back in the day, uh, you know, AF always made it down here. You know, we made it down here. You know, we guys would make it to the Miami. They'll do the Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Back in the day, yeah. I actually even played in Kendall, where I, where I was living, real South Florida. Really? Like, Kendall? Like, yeah, Kendall? Insane. It was, what, to be able to play there is like, People were like, yo, you know you played here. I was like going to drop my father off at Dialysis or some shit. They're like, you know you played oh, here like 30 years ago. I was like, oh, shit. And That's how like, it is in Florida. South Florida. Remember? Do you remember? Uh, what was it? Uh, Cheers in Miami? Yeah, before of course. That was my, Cheers was the first spot we ever played in Miami. Same. That was the same for us. How about this? Yeah. This was uh, my first show in Miami. You know who else's first show was? Chad oh. from Shai Halud. Yeah, yeah. Our yeah, first yeah. show together was Shutdown, Indecision, a shutdown and indecision did an East Coast tour. I was 16. Chad was 14. Yeah. So you, yeah. No, no, I'll give you the Chad story because the funny Chad story about that too. So when I first met Chad, he's like, yo, I remember that cheer show to this day because number one, it was the first time when we, we used to have a joke. <clears throat> we used to go, how many Latinos in the house? And obviously Everybody. it was just me. No. Usually it's me and Freddie. That was the oh, joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually, yeah. <clears throat> now we're in Cheers. How many Latin? The whole place. Yeah, that's. I never say, forget that, place. right? So that was the first time I met because I'm part Nicaraguense, and I met the first time I met man Nica kids. You know, down here's a lot of Ni Nicaraguan kids. You're scared. I'm Nica. like, lot of I'm Nica bugging kids. out that there's so many hardcore Nica kids. Blah blah blah. Right. The show. Fast forward. We go. I go meet Chad. So Chad goes, Yo. First time I saw you was at Cheers. He goes, I was the only white kid there. And I go, you were, <laughs> because it was literally all Spanish. Yo, guys, goes, I don't know if you remember the kids from Brethren. All yeah, the of course. Brethren, that's, Alex that's the OGs Roundhouse, from down here. Alex from Roundhouse Records. Yeah. So all those kids were Latino. So yeah. it, Chad was the, and Matt Fox. Chad and Matt Fox were the only white guys. Yeah, yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Funny, but, no. And even Chad goes, his mom. Drove him there. Same thing. No, his his mom was the best. His mom time. always drove him there. Yeah, it was that sound around the same time when he went to you. He goes, but it was funny. He goes, I was the only white kid. Then I go, you literally were. Besides, you know, Maddie Henderson, you know, on stage and shit. No, I couldn't but, believe it. That was Miami was special. But a funny yeah. story about that is when the guys in my band are always two, except for Dion, were two years older than me. So 18, Miami, first time. What do you want to do? You want to go South Beach. You want to go see Miami, right? Oh, I was shit. young enough. I wasn't yeah. old enough, rather. So yeah. neither was Chad. So Chad's like, yo, forget those guys. He's like, we'll go mack on some chicks. My mom will pick us up. She'll take us to the amusement park over here. Boomer, yeah. whatever it was, whatever it was yeah, called. Yeah, 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 yeah. Boomer, yeah, and, yeah. And we went and, and his mom drove us to Boomers and dropped us off. And we proceeded to like play air hockey and try to pick up chicks and walk yeah, around. Yeah. And it was mad fun. And it was just so yeah. funny. Like they were in Miami, like, you know, doing their thing. And we're at fucking Boomers, like being little kids. That's that, no, that's amazing. Florida is ama an amazing place. Shout out to Chad out there. I love you, oh, Chad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, much I love to Chad. You. Hopefully, he's still getting better. And I know yeah. he's on tour right now, but he's still taking care of himself. Yeah. I got so much love for Chad. Yo, really quick, a Chad story too. Right before the pandemic, Newfound Glory played with um, they were on a headlining tour. It was the December before the pandemic, right before Chad got sick. It was November or October, actually, 2019. And Julian listen to newfound glory before he listens to turnstile he was getting into pop punk before he got wow. into hardcore that was the progression for this kid 
Um, Chad hooked us up with tickets. We went. He brought Julian on the bus, oh. gave him the full experience, brought him. He got a pick from the band. He was right yeah. up front singing every word. And it was the time of his life. And we've got some great pictures. Julian to this day like talks about how much fun he had all because yeah. of Chad. And yeah, then the he got sick like a month later. But yeah. um, shout out to Chad for always taking care of us. So much love for him, man. Love you, Chad. Hope you keep getting better. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Shout out to Chaddy. He's out there doing his thing. And I said, I mean, you know, you ain't stopping that guy. He's going to keep going. And He's a great and, superhero. And when you, and let me ask, going back to the, the re-recording of these songs, when was that re-recorded? When did you do that? Man, I'll tell you, they did it almost a year ago and waited on my dumb ass to come up okay. to New York and record the vocals because I just okay. took forever. So yeah, much stuff know. going on in my life, Hoya, with the yeah. kids. And it's just tough, man, you know, but when I finally got up there, I, you know, I did the songs um, in a weekend. I spent basically the weekend with Jerry and just was in the studio all weekend doing the songs. And now we have for a next release, the guys already finished everything. Everything's done except the vocals for seven more songs. Okay, so, I was just about to ask you yeah. exactly what's next. Do they got, you got new songs? A new yeah, we got new songs. Everything. The lyrics are done. It's just getting to getting up to record. So I'm going to go up between the next two shows, sometime between October and December for the weekend and get to record. And then the idea is to release that. It's called By Your Side. That's the title track. And that's going to come out on vinyl and digitally, hopefully sometime January, February on Equal Vision. Uh, how many songs? So we have seven. I think we're going to do like five to six. It's going to be an EP. On oh, EP. That's, yeah. that's double. We're narrow when it down. And when, when is that supposed to drop? January, February. Oh, January. Also, yeah. it's, it's going to start coming up. And you said the music is recorded already? Everything's done. Yeah, leads, oh, the, everything. guitar, the backups, everything. everything. It's, I just got to get up and do the vocals. Oh, all right. And any idea for the artwork and all that bullshit that you do? We're that working yet? on it. We're working on it now. You know, I got some. Thank God. You know, it's funny. You you work with people in this business for so long and in this industry that like people that used to draw on pieces of paper are now like fucking world famous artists. Yeah. So I reached out. Thank God. And it's crazy, bro. God bless all of them, you know, that do well, that made a living out of it, that we remember like just fucking drawing flyers for us back in the day. Yeah, but sure. I hit a couple up. Hopefully some of them will, you know, do something. But yeah, no, we don't have any artwork yet. Yeah, so you gotta start. Everybody out there, you start said start flooding the mailboxes and please, please, start, I would love start that. Sketching. You know? Please, yeah. I'll tell you, we're we're always down for anything. Our albums have always been picture collages and shit yeah. like that. Like Victory put together um the first record, it was which was basically just pictures on the cover against the lives, and then few and far between. Shout out to Mike Ski from Brothers Keeper. He man, yeah, Mike Ski. That. I haven't heard that name in a second. Oh, well, now yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a tattoo artist in Philly. Yeah, he's but, been tattooing for a minute, but I, he's been like out of the mix. I haven't heard from him a little bit, a little bit. He went to like you know the Cali takeover shows. He goes to shows here and there, probably out of our mix more than the the mix. But yeah, um, I stay in touch with him. He's he's on Instagram and Facebook and everything. Yeah. And when we were doing the H two O shows a few years ago, he was actually going to come. And then the whole COVID was going on and off back then too, back yeah. in twenty twenty one. Yeah, for sure, that's crazy. And um, the the new stuff is what's it like? Is it you just keeping it? Shut down. Yeah, you're trying you to ask, do something. I, I kind of. I'll tell you what. It's the most evolved. I think people are going to be a little. People are going to love it or hate it. Let me just say that to you. I love it. I fucking yeah. love it. It's. It's. Listen. It's. It's. It's definitely progressive. It's. I. It's hardcore, but it's more in the vein of the progression of where Gorilla Biscuits took Civ. Gotcha. So it's kind of like I'm not going to call it. I. I believe me when I tell. I'm not going to use the word radio friendly, but it is friendly to the. Ears. I know what you mean. A little bit it more up, on it, the it, indie side of shit. Like, there's hooks, there's choruses, there's it's more well thought, and yeah. it's generic as fuck from a hardcore standpoint, which is how we've always been, you know. By your side is the name of the EP, but we always felt like that message, the PMA message, stuck with the band. It was part of our identity. We played, we were, we were positive hardcore. That was what we yeah. did. 
So like the message of playing that kind of music always stuck with the band. So, you know, it's, I'm very into it. I think people <laughs> are going to be blown away by it, hopefully in a good way. It's different yeah. though. It is different. It definitely a hardcore record, a hundred percent. It's not a heavy hardcore record. Yeah. It's got more hooks and more yeah, song. on the punk side, you know, which is different than Few and Far Between, which was more of a heavier record. And when so, and, and was this a conscious thing, or it was just what these guys were writing, or did you hear it? Or I want you heard a bunch of shit, and you're like, wow, this that, is different. Bro, that, so it's funny you say that. So Dion was writing during the pandemic and sending us shit, and he wrote shout this out to one Dion. Song. Yo, Mason, shout out to Dion, man. The ultimate, I love Dion. And he was writing music um, during the pandemic in his garage and sending us fucking clips of it on his phone in a group message. And some of it was really good. And he would write these hooks, like kind of like calling my brother's Ignite style hooks yeah. with the bass, which I love. Yeah, and, yeah I and, love that shit. I know you and he, he has a son like myself with autism. And he wrote this song about his son. And it's called By Your Side. Or What Are You Thinking? Excuse me. It's called What Are You Thinking? Uh -huh. By Your Side's a different song. And... It's a real like friendly to the ear song, I'll call it. And it's it's fucking great. It's a great song. You feel the song when you play it, when you listen to it, you feel the fucking song. And it's about his kid. What are you yeah. thinking? And if you know about autism, just think about the lyric. Think about the yeah. words. So what are you thinking? Yeah. You know? And um, that's how it started. We put that song together. We were like, fuck, like this is a good song. This is like a real fucking song. It's got yeah. like hooks and yo, this shit is good. And then it went from there where like I felt like I couldn't deliver on the song vocally unless I improved my voice. And that started a year ago. So I started doing those Melissa cross tapes and trying to improve my shit so people wouldn't just think, yo, he's a high-pitched screamer. Which back yeah. then, you know, when we were young, well, back 25 years ago, I was a unique voice. Now you got 12, yeah. 24 singers with high-pitched voices. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I always try to separate myself. So on this record, there's definitely more singing for the better. Yeah, I think and and Dion's hooks and and there's more leads by Steve. It's cool. Like for us, it's an evolved record. We're in our forties. We're still yeah. playing music. We love hardcore. I I just I take it from almost like the way Start Today went to Set Your Goals with Siv. Yeah, you know? and, and and that seems right where you should be doing. You ain't gonna put out a fucking uh, a coda. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, what do you call these guys? Knock loose record. You know what I mean? It's like, it, that's, that's not for us. You know, it's not. Exactly. That's what I mean. I, I, yeah, me too. I was like, but yeah, exactly. It would be out of pocket. And it's like, so you you got these songs right now. Is the plan moving forward next? All right. You got the record. It comes out January, February. You, are, you know, I know you guys are playing, you know, you pick shows and stuff, but are you are you planning to work that album? Yeah, as far as yeah, trying to tour yes, as much as you can, you can tour. Put, yeah, definitely, definitely. We're trying to put a map together for 24. Europe is in the mix for sure, the festivals. That's why we did this tour this year. You couldn't just go and jump on the festivals not being around for so long. We had to yeah. do something from a headlining or co-headlining perspective. So yes. this was all part of the plan this year. Like it was a two-year plan. So next summer, hopefully with the record out, will be just two or three weeks of festivals, maybe a week of mix shows. If we go twice for two weeks, we're never going to do more than like 10 to yeah. 14 days at a time. Yeah, of course. But um, South America is definitely being talked about right now. Um, I have a guy in Asia that wants us to go. We've been to Japan twice. There is a crowd there that wants to see us. So the most important thing for us is get into the pockets that we've never did in the States yet. So California is in the cards. Texas is in the cards. Funny you talked about Texas before. I have so many friends in Texas. Bro, I'm sure you remember clubs like Fitzgerald's in Houston. Of course. And the oh, Dallas, really? that one club in Dallas, I can't think of the name, but then you had emos in Austin. There was something, the something cafe. There was the emo. That's it. The Wacky's Deli in San Antonio. Yeah, whatever. I mean, you could play a week in Texas to sold yeah. out crowds and everybody knows the words and everybody, it's like a whole different area there. 
Yeah. So uh, we've been hit up a lot from Texas. So shout out to Texas. I want to get back to Texas. We do have plans to do stuff. Um, you guys got any merch, any new merch or nothing? Let yeah. people know where they could get the merch. At the, All that. The- um, working on a merch store right now. Just keep your ears peeled to the Shutdown Instagram page. So it's shutdown, at shutdownnewyorkhardcore.com. Uh, newyorkhardcore.com. I don't even want to say that. I don't yeah. even know how. .com. I'm stuck in the fucking ice age. It's at That's Shutdown. Right. I, I keep calling earbuds headphones and my son goes, <laughs> headphones? I said, yo, go get my Walkman and shit. I'm like, yo, where's the Walkman? <laughs> That's, it's scary, man. It's scary when it's happening to me, but it's at Shutdown New York Hardcore on Instagram. And then on Facebook, it's just straight shutdown. And we always post like what we're doing and keep up to date. And we're going to have a merch store. We're just kind of working out the kinks to it right now. Before the end of the year, there'll be a full merch store up. We've been doing it on our own now. Now, Dion has his address up like public. Oh, yeah. And like you can message Dion right now and pick up a hoodie, a T-shirt, whatever you want, because we had some leftovers from Europe. Yeah, that's good shit. No, and definitely. I'm glad I was able to get you on. I want you to when Thank you guys you. over there in um Mexico, whatever. Send me a minute, a uh, little yeah. minute clip update, and we blast it on the show so we can see what's going on out there. Bro, I'll, take one with, I'll take one with the Gorilla Biscuits guys, and we'll send yeah, you Yeah, definitely get them up. Send me a clip, an update, and we're going to play it on the show, and I'm glad. And then when the record comes out, when you're further along, even when you know when you got stuff further along, let us know what's up, and we'll get the got the whole band on. You know, we could get the Yo, whole I band on. I appreciate you, bro. I appreciate you know? what you're doing for our scene. I appreciate that. I, I remember your first episode. Yeah. I know it was years ago, but I do remember the first episode and you promoting it like hell and just being like, yo, this is my shit. I'm sticking with it. I'm doing yeah. it. And to see where it grew now, and I was just talking to my wife about it before, like she was like, yo, that's so cool. Like for me to be on now, it's even more special than having been an early guest because I'm like, yeah. yo, I watched no. the evolution of this shit. And I'm glad and thank you for saying, yeah, no, for sure. We ain't going nowhere with this. I was like, you know, this is um how I could continue to, I got a new music and all that shit coming out, right. but this is something that I love. I always love being around music what's cracking in my scene and this is how we do our part you know i can say i do my part but i enjoy doing it so at the same yeah, time that's the most important I'm giving thing. back and i'm getting from it so it ain't you know again i do this to keep it rocking to keep you know tabs with everybody we probably would have just seen each other in passing yeah, this is how i contact with a lot of my old friends too you know give me a reason to talk shit with them shit. bro i appreciate it and and you know i thank you man because for any, for us just having an outlet for anyone to listen to our music yo there may be some kids that never checked us out before and they're for gonna sure. watch this shit and who knows how old they are they could be when i was young when i was 14 when i heard this shit they could literally be checking us out through this podcast and for going sure. to and checking us out falling down the shutdown rabbit hole on it you know you can go on youtube and fall down the rabbit hole and see all and the videos and shows exactly and that's and why we make it a point if you ever have any questions we got to be there for each other bro that's what hardcore is about shout out just real quick it's almost 9 11 and for me 9 11 yeah. is a shout out to rabies um sure. you know he passed away in 97 but any 9 11 of course other than 9 11 01 i think a rabies because I, it's just crazy how things hit hard in your life like yo doing this podcast a few days before his anniversary yeah. and then last year like my daughter being born right before it and the year before us being in another country. It's just like crazy how it's, I feel in my yeah. brain, people look out for you beyond the dead. And yeah. I'm honestly, I'm telling you the guys on the street, people will attest this. Like, I feel like rabies is like that for me. He's always like, we go, we got to play in 2019 at a place called sound of revolution on the war zone stage. And that yeah. was our first show back. Yeah. Like yeah. it's like, yeah, I know yeah. you made yeah, it. It works. Some things you don't you don't ask why you just you know enjoy it like you shit just like enjoy that. it and just like you know kind of in your heart where it comes from. So shout out to him, rest in peace. All these years Absolutely. later, you know we don't never forget him. And um, yo, thank you, Hoya, for real. I always you know wish what- best Mabel or no Mabel for me. You are you know a special person in our scene. Of you know 
definitely one of the best bass players ever. Ah, thank you. You know what's up. And, you know, we're yeah. out here. We're, hopefully, we're, we're planning to bring more attention to South Florida. I know you too. That's same it, thing with I us. I love South Florida. I'm all about it. Yeah, exactly. And, again, shout out to you. Shout out to all your brothers. Whenever anybody, they got, they got 100 brothers, 100 bands, bring it through. <laughs> shout out you know, to the, all of them. Mike, John, yeah, Kevin, and Joe. Exactly. Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike. You got a whole, the whole crew. Yeah, all the, course, the whole fam. Gotta, thank you for reminding me to shout out the kids, of course. I got to shout course. out Julian and Carmelo, my two boys. Of um, course, the kids battling, always. Battling COVID at their mom's house right now. You know how it is, but hopefully yeah. everything's smooth. Yeah, it's going around, but you know, we, it's you know, going it's going around. We got to build these immune systems to make them. it stronger. Yeah, man. And they're doing good. They're getting stronger every day. And shout out to my two girls, Harley and my little baby, Josie, who's 13 months now. And shout out to my perfect, amazing wife who literally just she does this shit like she's a, just a natural. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't yeah. know what she does, to be honest, because I'm yeah, like and, this kid. And so shout like, out to you and shout out to your, your sperm cells for getting around that hernia and still, you know, making it to happen. So. Yeah, listen, everybody, go check out Shutdown. Go see them. Go look out for the updates. Go cop some T-shirts. This is going to drop tomorrow. I'll send you the all the info when I drop this shit, all right? Thank you, bro. Much love to you guys. Thank you so much for having me on. You know the deal. We out of here. Go support that. Yo, we out of here. Smoking Word Podcast. Peace. I'll hit you up, Mark. We out of right. here. Peace.